Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Maggie. And we are... Hopefully awesome. That's right. A positive place on the internet where we nerd out about all the geeky things we love. And today's geeky thing is... I went there. Sometimes I like to just change it up, you know. Change it up. Not not to good things, but just to change things. Just to feel. You know, I just want to feel. Sometimes I like to hold a, a lighter lit as long as possible just to feel something, you know. That's, that's not good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Going Back to Smallville. This is our weekly Smallville rewatch podcast where Maggie and I rewatch every episode of Smallville week by week, episode by episode. We have reached... The 50th episode of Smallville. Not our 50th episode. We've, we've had a handful of extras. We're like 54. But 50 episodes. Smallville. Smallville. Is that like the fun house thing? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so this is, of course, my like 20th time watching this. This is Maggie's first time experiencing the glory that is Smallville. That's right, everybody. Smallville. Snap into a Smallville. Oh, Eat yeah. me. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Uh, but yeah, hey, so uh, welcome. We hope you all enjoy this episode. And uh, yeah, we're here live uh, in the YouTube studios at <laughs> youtube.com slash hopefully on Maggie. We got a TV. We got some colored lights. I mean, you know. But this is a. Where is YouTube based out of LA? <laughs> no, there is no central location for YouTube. They, that's, uh, they can't be government can find them. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Maggie, are you ready? You better get ready. I'm ready for this Because we're going back to Smallville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this is. Smallville, season three, episode six, Relic. 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 Yeah, yeah, do the... Relic. There you go. I love it. Uh, this is episode 50 overall. Smallville has reached the first of many milestones. Miles Miller. Or Alice. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, I said Miles Miller. I know. I'll go in. Anyway, I know. Doesn't matter. Original air date was November 5th. 2003, I just realized it was still on me. Uh, what? How dare you? Do you remember what is special about uh, the 5th of November? That's that's when they, they, they blew up Big Ben in the Parliament House. <laughs> that was the day time travel was discovered, Maggie. Doc Brown fell, hit his head on the toilet. And got a, the vision of the flux capacitor, November fifth, nineteen fifty-five. How funny that this episode. But I thought it was November. You said October. No, November fifth. Yeah, but you said October. No, I for said, Back to the Future. No, They're I said the same. I've said November fifth the whole time, and it's November. Like in Back to the Future, it's November. It's November fifth. God damn it. <laughs> It is. It's November 5th, 1955. And how funny, Maggie, that this episode would air on November 5th because 
Clark pulls a Marty McFly. And he got to go back in time. Nailed it. Uh, so, this episode was written by Kelly Souders and Brian Peterson, the future showrunners of Smallville. Uh, previous episodes include, in season two, the episodes Nocturne, Skinwalker, Prodigal, Accelerate, and in season three they did the episode Phoenix so far, as well as the episode Relic. I'm trying to remember which one Phoenix was. Was it the second one? Because about them rising, right? Yeah, I think it was the second episode. I just remember Cal. 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 Shouldn't it be, shouldn't his name have been like, Cal? Cal? No. Cal. Cal, like, like C-A-U-L. Like, Cal. Cal. Like Cauldron. Cal. Cal. Because it's pronounced like Cal-L. Cal. Cal. Cal-L. Call Better call call Saul. What the hell are we even doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I'm was, tired. <laughs> it was directed by Merida Grabiak, whose previous episode includes Skinwalker in season two, and then of course this episode. So oh. there you go, Maggie. Let's uh, hop in the car and get on down in the paddy wagon. So we're taking a stroll into the old Smallville State Penitentiary. That's where we would begin this episode, at the Smallville Penitentiary. Yeah. Lana's there, sitting next to this old man. Was you going to do like a little sound effect for the Smallville (sighs) Penitentiary? I mean, I don't fun. know. I don't know what other sounds. I mean, people fight. could have went. Yeah, get on the paddy wagon. No. Hey, look! Somebody dug a big old hole behind this poster. That's how they covered up. They somebody broke out. Spoiler alert, Maggie. What was they that? don't know. Do you even know what You that don't is? even know. I know what it is. I'm I know to... what it is. All right, we both have to say it on the count of three. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Okay. Just making sure. I watched that shit. How man. did how did Lex and uh, Bumblefuck <laughs> they break out in Superman 2? It was similar, wasn't it? Something like, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was something. I mean, I know they had a hologram. Yeah, Otis. Yes, Otis, Otis was his Otis name. God. Sorry, but Otis didn't get out. He <laughs> just kicked Otis. You're too heavy for the hot air balloon, even though we could take off the counterweights. And Miss Titsfucker just got stranded in the freaking Antarctic. You know, she's just dead, razzling up some fucking polar bears or some shit. Yeah, probably. Anyway, we're not talking about Superman. Too. We're talking about <laughs> this episode of Smallville. We join Dex McCollum. Uh, who has been in prison for 40 years. Uh, for 40 years! Uh, it's a they can't keep a good dog down. Oh. What? Dude, no. what? 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 All dogs go to heaven. Ah, Jesus. Okay. You can't keep a good dog down. Bow, wow, wow, wow. You 
can't keep a book dog down. A what? Oh, well. <laughs> a book dog? <laughs> a book dog. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Convicted next. of killing Lana's great aunt, Louise. He wants someone in Louise's family to know that he didn't do it. He loved her very much. He claims that he heard shots one night in a barn and then rushed out to investigate, but he saw a man run out of the barn when he entered and he found a pistol. He picked it up and he saw Louise was dead and he picked her up in his arms and just as that happened, Sheriff Tate was there mm. and Lana looks a lot like her Aunt Louise. I guess the story ended there, but yeah, the sheriff's son was like, now, now, Molly, you be careful because I got a week back. Bum, bum, bum. We have a mystery. We need to call in. Bing, ding, 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 ben Walbronk, detective ding, ding, extraordinaire. Now, what we see here in Smallville is we got ourselves a little bit of a case of a dead person. <laughs> so, a murder? Of crows. The Smallville crows. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, he picked her up and then the sheriff was like, well, obviously you killed her. I mean, she's dead you're and you're holding I mean, you did it, brother. Sorry. I didn't do it. And then they're like, nope, sorry, Dex, you did it. And it uh, turns out Juana looks exactly like her great aunt because that's how genetics works. I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but anybody uh-huh. that you're related to, you look exactly like them. At to a T. Oz. And you know, do you know why? It saves God on his budget. (laughs) Don't give him any ideas, Matt. Who, God? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) 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 I was going to say something really bad. (laughs) Anyway, I'm not going to go there. Uh, Dex figures if she is anything like her at all, she will be the one person. Who can understand? He thinks that the man he saw leaving the barn was a drifter and that he was the one that killed Louise. He has a picture uh, that was sketched from his description and published in the newspaper. Lana picks up the newspaper and it looks just just like Clark. Somebody save me. Yeah. All right, now we go to Clark's loft. Lana shows Clark the picture, saying that it might have been his grandfather. Clark, it may have even been your father. And Clark's like, no, Ah. shut up. You don't know that. You can't say that. You don't know. And Lana's like, I don't know. I don't know, Clark. It looks just like you. You don't say that. Clark? You know, it's, it's impossible, Lana. It's Clark, impossible. Clark. What? I'm not like absolutely hung on up on the fact that it might no. be somebody in your family. I'm no. just saying this person looks just like you. And she's also like, Clark, you had to come from somewhere. But what she don't know is that <laughs> he's not from around here. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so Clark recognizes the symbol on the man's pendant as a Kryptonian symbol that he's seen in the caves. Yeah, except we haven't seen this certain symbol yet. We saw like the eight, but we haven't seen it in this 
shape. So Maggie, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a nickel's worth of free advice, okay? Nope. When it comes to Smallville, they they like to do this thing where they pretend like they've had something set up for years. Yeah. And then they're like, Yeah, it's been there the whole time. And then it's not. Yeah. It's not actually been there the whole time. Yeah. Like there's this uh there's this uh, this is gonna be in season seven, so this is a long way away. Yeah. Probably one of the reasons I don't like season seven. But like there's a symbol in Lex's uh, family crest, mm-hmm. that's always been on on the crest, right? That's always been on the windows of the castle, and it's not. It's not always been there. And so, just like this this uh, this painting on the cave wall, it's yeah. not always been there. But they like to just pretend, you know. It's kind of like when they changed Rachel's husband's name and like to just pretended like everybody wouldn't remember. What was his name? Barry Allen Farkle. So now we go to the caves. Believing it might have been Jor-El, Clark and Jonathan <laughs> go to the Kawachi Caves. Jor, like good Jorb. You know, 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 you all right, Maggie. If it wasn't on YouTube, it's not worth seeing. <laughs> is it was Homestar Runner on YouTube? He probably is now. Well, see, it's got to originate on YouTube. Uh, he has a like the website, ultimate Matt. destiny of Ultimate Showdown or whatever the hell it was. He had his own a website. Scruff Madrid, <laughs> shit all over crime. <laughs> well. <laughs> Took a, took a bite out of crime. <laughs> I'm singing a different version. Oh, yeah. You're singing the bad one. We're not going to talk about it. All right. So, anyway, he believes it might have been Jor-El. Uh, and so, Clark and Jonathan go to the Kawachi Caves. Jonathan argues that even if it was Jor-El, it doesn't seem like much of a stretch that he might have killed somebody, Clark. And then old... I don't trust your poppy. And then old Benoit comes out from the corner and says, Now, what we have here is a is a difference of opinions. Oh, really, Benoit? I'll see myself out. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, good. Get out of my I here. will never return. We're, we're good at that. We'll applaud that. Don't He's come gone. back. He's gone. <laughs> and, uh, and Clark's like, Listen, Dad, I don't know... If it was Jarrell, but if it is, I gotta find out, right? And Jonathan's like, "Don't call me Dad, call me Papa, cause I'm Papa John." That's right. Season three, Jonathan is here to tell you, Clark, that you deserve a break today. So let me make you a pizza. A nice Get your hot, hand off of me. Hot and ready pizza. You have been fired from the company. No, 
Yes. That's I am Papa John. No, you are There not. is no company. There is only Papa. You know what's really disturbing is that Papas. you keep on call, <laughs> calling yourself Papa in the third person. That's weird, Dad. Yeah, there would have been a third person in this family if somebody hadn't fucked up, Clark. Let me have this, son. Let me have it. Let me no. have this. No. Cow. Piece of shit. Um, good job being a dad. Listen, Clark. First off, fuck you. Second off, I love you. Can we get back to this? Screw you. They find the same kryptonite symbol, Kryptonian symbol, painted on the cave wall. And when Clark touches the painting, it falls away and reveals an opening containing a memory pendant. Oh, there's a hole. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand in there. Let me, let me go ahead and figure that hole real quick. Because <laughs> nothing bad has ever come out of these. <laughs> this weird idea. <laughs> nothing bad has ever come out of, you know, shoving your hand down one of these fucking holes in this goddamn cave, you know? I mean, it's not like we've had to deal with the, literal death. And inside, inside the hole, it's doing this. Inside the hole, it's, it's doing this. It's doing this, Maggie. <laughs> Clark's it's gross. Like, oh, why? It's all warm and sticky. That's all she said. It's weird. And then Clark's like, "Stop!" Or John and Papa's like, "Stop, Clark! Quit finger that. Uh, Let me get out of here first. Shit. Oh, I got and then some. Clark touches it. He sees thousands. Images. Uh, and he sees, uh, but he can't make any sense of them. Maggie can't make any sense. Uh, so no, I can't. We now move on to later that day when Clark is on Main Street, Smallville. <laughs> uh, so Clark's walking on sunshine with Pete, and he's like, Pete, okay. <laughs> He's like, Pete, you'll never guess this, man. I fingered a hole and I saw these amazing images. What? Dude, what? Listen, Pete, listen. What kind I of kryptonite have you been sniffing here lately, Hey, Clark? man. <laughs> I haven't been sniffing kryptonite, but I've been sniffing these fingers, all right? Let's ah, give it a smell, Pete. No, God, smell Clark, is Pete. Gross. It smells like the past. <laughs> You're disgusting, Clark. Come on, it's, give it a good job. Oh, <laughs> it's a good job. You Pete. don't even know what that means. <laughs> Come on, smell my fingers. Get Pete. up. Smell, Get away smell from them. Me. Smell my fingers, Pete. I'm about to hawk a loogie oh, on yeah, you. It'd be uh, a Pete. super, super loogie. Pete's like, Pete's like, you're stupid. That's stupid, Clark. What do you think? You're stupid. What do you think we are? Some kind of suicide squad or something? Come on. And Clark's like, damn it, Pete, you're right. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he Clark touches a mailbox and he has his first oh. bla flashback to 1961. That's right, everybody. We're going back to 1961. Be a different graphic. Nope. <laughs> you give me way too much credit, Maggie. I try. Uh, Jor-El. Jorb. Jor-El is... God, I can't <laughs> move that fast. Jor-El is walking down Main Street when he sees Lachlan Luther. Uh, who is Lachlan Luther, you might ask? Mm. He is 
Lex's grand grandpappy granddaddy. Like imagine Clark's peepaw. This is Lex's peepaw. All right, but they call him Lachlan. It's Lachlan. <laughs> so, uh, Lachlan has a fucking gun and pulls it on Luis. Right? He's like, "Give me all your goddamn money! Give me all your goddamn money!" And I don't remember them saying "GD" in this they episode. Did. They did. I know. But then uh, Louise tries to fight Lachlan off, but he knocks her back down. And so Jorb super speeds to her rescue and throws Lachlan against a lot post. And Lana's looking up. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Louise. Louise is looking up. And so you, you're Louise, right? There, there you go. And he's like, Are you okay? Now let's play him something that really cooks. And so then, <laughs> Sheriff, was that American Woman? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to do Johnny Be Good. So, Jorb and Louise can't take their eyes off of each other. It is love at first sight. Dex shows up to see if Louise is all right, and Sheriff Tate shoes her off to home. He's like, now get on and get yeah. Woman should You're know her place husband. in the fucking kitchen, Louise. You're not my husband. Well, you listen here, Louise. You're you. I'm the sheriff of these I here parts. Don't care. My name's Sheriff Tate. The I T stands for Taint. Yeah. <laughs> sheriff Taint. Man, what I would have given to have a, a authority figure with the last name of Tate, so I could just call him Taint. You know, Principal Taint. Principal Jode. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, smell my fingers, feet, feet. Come on, feet. All right, so then he shoes her off back to home, promising to come by later to get her statement. And then, oh! We flash back to the present. Uh, the vision ends. Clark guesses that he got the flashback from touching something that Jorb had touched. He sets off to verify. Like these fingers. You smell it. Ah! Wait, am I pee now? <laughs> I saw my opening this one. Smells like chicken. <laughs> From, uh, there we go. <laughs> he sets off to verify that what he saw really happened. So now we go. <laughs> what? What? What is it? All I can think about is that Fun House Matrix oh. video. Chicken, <laughs> chicken tastes like dick. <laughs> All right, listen. We now go to the torch. Chloe brings some old police records to Smallville High. Some of the records are missing from the day of Luis's murder. And in walks in Benoit Blanc here. What the we crap, got... man? I thought you left. Mm. You saw us in the cave. Mm. That is the art of misdirection. Check it out. See, I'm here. You're still there. Nope. Yep. They can't see that because I'm on the uh, camera that untouched. doesn't show it. Nope. I'm gone. I'm awake. Quit. <laughs> I am out of here. I'm touching him. 
Now, Miss Sullivan, what we have here is a case of hey, Clark. missing documents. Why is this dumbass here again? <laughs> All right, Miss Sullivan. Yeah. Uh, Detective Bonk. Here's what I think. I think somebody's done, done, get on and don't, don't stole these there here documents here. And I really? think, I think that means that the foot is a game. The the foot clan? I will never return! Oh, you did a horrible job disappearing, man. <laughs> All right. Now, <laughs> and, uh, fucking, I don't know. Uh, some of the records are missing from the day of Louise's murder, but they find the name of the robber. Chloe recognizes it right away as Lex's old grandfather, Lachlan Luther. Old grandpappy himself. Uh, yeah. Well, Lex doesn't call him that. He calls him that old fuck. <laughs> Clark <laughs> asks Chloe to ask Lex about Lachlan, and Chloe hesitates. Uh, the last time she investigated Luther, Lex was nearly killed. Yeah. yeah. But then she decides, you know what, Clark? I'd do anything for you. And Clark's like, Chloe, that's great. Hey, that's Chloe, great. smell these fingers. So <laughs> smell, you do, you smell do anything for me? Here you go. Smell, smell these fingers, fingers, Chloe. God, Chloe. Clark, why you gotta be gross? <laughs> smell, smell. I got a sensitive nose, All Clark. Right. Hey, so now we go to Lex's. Dad, you have no idea what I'm capable of. Wow. <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs> There's your ASMR, guys. Oh my god, that was so hard to swallow. <laughs> Chloe goes to see said. Lex. And Lex is like, Chloe. Chloe, what are you doing here? And Chloe's like, well, Clark wanted me to ask you about your grandfather being a fucking murderer, I guess. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe did like did you ever like sit around during Thanksgiving and talk about all your all's like fucking murders and shit, Lex? Uh, no, because nobody in my family's been arrested like that. Well, I tried. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm gone. Hey, hey, I'm gone. Where are you going? I'm leaving. Chloe leaves. That's it. That's the end of the episode. That's it? Like, wow. <laughs> That's the episode, guys. There yeah. we go. It's a wrap. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching, everybody. I'm joking. We're, we're still here. And uh, so later on at Luther Corps. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's great that's, that's it that's the new intro for no! that's it now no, i can't burp no, like that sold. anymore no i just need you to, to lex, say i'm boy, sorry you just... have no idea what i'm capable of all right fine so we're at Le uh, Luther sorry <laughs> lex confronts his father about lachlan uh that's right lionel luther is here <sighs> and uh <sighs> lionel confesses he messed up dropping his sorry like he's still around. And he knows. Messed Whoa. up. Hey, Lex, you'll never leave this town. Cause you're just a boy missing all of his hair. And you're just a ball fuck, but you're still a millionaire. And sitting on your fucks porch again drinking. He said, he said, he said, like she should just drop dead. Ah! Oh, that was the wrong zoom in there. I know.
There's only Plot, so much. Stop, man. There's only so much I can do with my feet <laughs> at the same time do as I doing need, everything. Do I need to be in control of the no, pedals? No, I got it. Don't worry. Sure. You You're doing a great job. No idea what that means. Lionel confesses that he made up the story about <sighs> him being a hardworking entrepreneur uh, descended of Scottish nobility in order to win friends and influence people during his rise among overachieving Ivy Leaguers. So, but he did not lie about his death, Lex. He died. Both my parents were killed in a ten- tenement fire. Mm. Being at work saved my life. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sounds a bit suspicious there, Dad. He was buried. Uh, I was buried myself in my work ever since. And maybe that's why I've never been able to love well, anyone close to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Big whoop. Um, Except anyways. for Lucas. Oh, Lucas. Man, shut up. Lucas. Uh, yeah, keep on. Hey, you're not blonde anymore. <laughs> so, what the hell are you doing? Uh, so, Dad, I just what? wanted to make sure, like, what, is that memorial out in the, you know, in the graveyard real? Like, they're not no, out walking Lex. about somewhere. I buried somewhere. a fake body, idiot. Oh, a body? Bodies. So, oh. Let the bodies not- at the floor. Let the bodies at the floor. Let the bodies at the floor. Uh, so, now we go back to the Kemp farm. Clark and Lana go through a small box uh, with a few of Luis's belongings. They find a passionate love letter. So passionate. Oh, Louise, I want to touch your fucking ankles. Oh, bitch. Hey man. Oh, listen. I want to lick gonna, that neck. I'm going to strangle you. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, uh. All right. I'm muting you. <laughs> That's what the letter said. All right. No, it didn't. That's what it said. No. It said, love, Jorb. And so. Uh, no, it didn't say. It just said <laughs> J. That and cursive. Did it? Maggie. Or T. Uh, or you're an L. Lachlan or Luther BJ or Blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Lana guesses uh, that the passionate letter is from Dex, but it is, it is signed with only the initial J, T, or L. We're not sure. Or BJ. Or BJ, apparently. BJ Novak was in 1961 also. Uh, so does that mean his name is Blowjob Novak? <laughs> And then you got that nickname in high school. They're like, hey, this old fucking blowjob. Ah, dork, you ain't ever going to be nothing. You're going to be nothing. And then he went on throughout the office. So there you go. Think about it. Uh, so then Clark touches Luis's pearl necklace. Speaking of pearl necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jorb definitely gave her a pearl necklace, if you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying. If he's, he gave her a necklace. Well, that's that's great. And when Clark touches the pearl neca- like, necklace, <laughs> he, has another, he has another flashback. Oh! So now we're back in 1961. 
Jorb and Luis are making sweet, sweet, passionate love yeah. in a barn. That's right. Oh, yeah. Get knocking, hay knocking up in boots. your butt crack. And Jorb is like, hey, Dirt. hey, Luis. Hmm. Smell, smell my finger. Smell my finger. No, you're weird. It's me, Jorb. It's me, Jorb. Jorb. Smell my fingers. My name is Jorb. Did you stick your fingers up the uh, horse's butt again? <laughs> and then Clark comes back. That was the whole. That was the. That was the entire. Uh. So now, uh, in present day, the vision ends, and Clark tells Lana that he thinks the letter was from. The Drifter. Also, he got—he was really close to her when he came back. Uh, but what we don't realize is that Mr. Blanc is right, here man. again. Ah, yes. Through my art of deduction, I have to agree with young Mr. Kent here that we got ourselves a letter. Well, yeah. Maybe that letter yes. is an L or a T or a J. Or a BJ. Or a BJ. <laughs> It's like a donut hole with another hole inside of the donut. Okay. You're a hole? Hey. I'm gone! No. What the crap? I was going to tell him something. Oh, well, he's gone. I see a floating hand. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> you got to come back. I think I found another Oh, clue. I forgot to pick up my hat. I'm back. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What was you wanting to tell me, young Lana Lang? I'm uh, not Lana. I'm Clark Crockett. Right oh, uh, young Clarkery. <laughs> what What'd you have up your, your sleeve there, my boy? Well, I have deduced. Uh, <laughs> poopy. That, that you, Mr. Benoit Blanc. Ben. Wall Blanc. Detect extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> you are guilty of stalking me. How rude. You're rude. Hey. And Benoit left again. This time for good. You butthole. Big old butthole. Oh, I'm just a guy in a cat suit. So. Uh, now, uh, when the vision ends, Clark tells Lana he thinks the letter was from the drifter and that they were in love. <sighs> Sweet, passionate BJs. And so now, now, <laughs> now we go, uh, to the love and death barn. What now? <laughs> the love and death barn is the uh, barn where she loves and dies. Uh, there you go. And uh, Clark and Lana track down the barn where Louise gave all those BJs <laughs> and died. And there Clark, Clark touches the object. <laughs> Lana, I think the only way we can figure out what happened next is for us That's to recreate. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Anyway. I'm going to I'm gonna rest my hand on this car right here. And when he does, oh! <laughs> in 1961, Jorb and Louise are talking about being together. Louise's pleads with Jorb to take Can her I with him. With you? And Jorb says, "No, I can't. 
sorry, we can't I, I don't, can't do I it. Don't. I but I'd like I you. can't do it, darling. It wouldn't it wouldn't be right. What happened to you? It wouldn't be right. So My name's Jorb. No. And where I come from, there are rainbows you've never even seen before. Really? Yes. Can I come? No. I don't You love may not be able to come I don't with me, but I'll be able <laughs> Anyway. Uh Jarrell I don't says, love Dex. Well, you better just put that in your pocket, Miss Louise. All right, because that way you can have a Pokedex. No. Anyway, uh, I must go home and accept my destiny. I cannot change my destiny. And as the two of them embrace we can one make another, our destiny. Yeah, pff, sorry, fucker. And so as uh, as they embrace each other, Lachlan Luther comes waltzing in the barn. Now, McFly, I done told you to not be angry. Hey. Who's McFly? Hey, dude. Uh, hi. You. I, hello? I'm talking to you, dude. Uh, hi. You that hay barber? <laughs> Sir? Are you? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh he's dead. What? And Jorb's like, if only my impenetrable skin could have been penetrable, if only to save Louise's penetration. <sighs> BJ. The bullets bounce off Jorb, but <laughs> is that her final words? <laughs> but Louise is wounded uh -huh. and dies within moments in Jorb's arms. Jorb cries and mourns Louise's oh, death. The vision ends, and Clark tells Lana he knows who killed Louise. I know. Lana. I know. I know, too, Mr. Clarkery. I know. I've no looked team. into this BJ fellow, <laughs> and I have to say that it's worth a shot. No. No. It's not. It isn't worth a shot. What's your guess? So now I'm going to report him we to go to sheriff. Smallville High. Clark reveals to Chloe and Lana afternoon that announcement. <laughs> you can't beat the afternoon announcement. Tomorrow for lunch is fish sticks with soup beans, <laughs> fruit, and a bag of cookies. <laughs> you get your choice of juice or milk. And also, if you do not like the main entree, you can get pizza or peanut butter and jelly. Also, there is a salad bar. But it is not all you can eat. Tomorrow, Chess Club will meet outside the doors for their big tournament <laughs> at Granville High. <laughs> Thank you. You murder of crows. <laughs> you have a good afternoon. <laughs> People. No, it's over. Please. We need, um, we need Pete to come to the front doors. <laughs> Something has happened to your car. <laughs> hey, Pete, it's me, Clark. Cuts all the fingers, dog. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at everybody, it's BJ. 
He's back. <laughs> BJ, BJ. <laughs> we want <All> right. BJ. <laughs> so Chloe and Lana, uh, Clark reveals to Chloe and Lana that ever since he read the newspaper article, he's been having memories from Smallville, 1961. And they're, they're like, whoa. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that sounds right. And uh, Chloe checks her email and learns that Deputy Tate was the one that released Lachlan Luther from jail the day that old Louise was killed. I smell a rat. What the is hell what Benoit Blanc would have said had he been sure, there, but he wasn't. Sure, he he's right. They're he's, all just looking around. He is, no, he is hiding somewhere. Waiting, Where's that? Waiting mother? for him to pop out. You know. Where is he? Oh. Uh, uh. No, he's not there. So now Clark and Lana <laughs> go to visit Mayor Tate. We're at Mayor Tate's house. Man, the mayor. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> mayor Tate tells them that Dex and Louise <clears throat> McCallum were the best of buds. That Mayor Tate was best buds with Dex and Louise. Uh, he doesn't remember Lachlan Luther, and he doesn't believe there ever was, even ever was a drifter. He wanted to believe that Dex was innocent more than anybody. He remarks that Lana bears a striking resemblance to Louise. And you when, look exactly like her. Maybe I should marry you. And when Clark looks over uh, Mayor Tate's certificates, he notices that his signature matches that of... <gasps> The love letter. <gasps> He's BJ. You're the BJ. You're the Mayor BJ. Tate. Mayor Tate. You're the BJ. What? No wonder he's been reelected so many times. He's been receiving a lot of those BJs. Ah, shit. And so, uh, giving them. Anyway, looks <laughs> uh, at the love letter. When Mayor Tate touches Clark's shoulder, he gets another flashback. <laughs> in 1961 Jorb and Louise are making out Ooh, they're, in the car. they're in a car they're in a car oh wait 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 wait! it's 1961 what the hell am I doing this should uh, be like no that's no that doesn't fit it's like no it's uh it's uh you know that shoop shoop <laughs> a shoop shoop oh, it's a shoopy doopy doop my love my darling oh, okay that's better I want to hold I love you George friends. Friends kiss. this music's really my loud George. oh god man it's like it's right in my ears <laughs> station did you stop, 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 let's stop making out for a second what kind of radio station is this i've listen, never heard this music before listen this this is the music of my people all right of your people yes my people i'm from i'm not from around here oh. louise hey louise where's thelma at she's giving bjs all right 
Oh, then, hey there. <laughs> Sheriff Tate interrupts. Hey there, I'm Deputy Tate. <laughs> Tate, Tate, wow, Tate is jealous, but Louise sends him away. Now you get on, get out of here, Are Tate. You, okay? you need to get home, Louise. You need to get home to Dex right now. You don't tell me what to do. I'm the law. I am a human woman. Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> But you got. A I hook. can make my own decisions. I ain't. Yeah, you see no ring. You're married. Get out of here! Come on, Jorb. Piece of. Tate leaves, and uh, Louise explains that it was her father's idea for her to marry Dex, but she wanted to go to Hollywood and become a star, and she was so lucky. And she's a star, but she cries, cries, cries in her lonely heart, thinking if there's nothing missing in my life, then why does my job come at night? Oh, baby, baby. Oops, I. But she finally gave, uh, gave in to her father, and Jorb has a similar story. His father sent him to Earth to teach him a lesson. And he tries to tell Louise about where he's from. Louise, there are rainbows you ain't never seen. You ain't never seen a rainbow like this, Louise. And then who uh, are you? You don't sound she's like, like George. She's like, oh, can I just be with you forever? And he's like, no, let's run listen. away. I'm let's be together. Not from this planet. You're joking. You're just trying to make me. All right, come here, you bitch. More. And grabs her. Hey. And they hug. And then, oh, my love, my darling. And they float. <clears throat> Which came first? I feel like the episode of Buffy when Willow and Tara dance and uh, float came before this. Mm. That was season five. <sighs> Yeah, I feel like I feel like that happened. That happened. No, season four. Yeah, that definitely happened. Cause she graduated in '99. It was college, so it was the year. It was '99 to 2000 season, and that was uh, so. And this, this obviously, this came out in 2003. So yeah, ripping it off, ripping it off, fuckers. And uh, he picks her up. And they slowly float 20 feet in the air. Flat bitches. It's levitation, Holmes. <laughs> now we're back on Main Street, Smallville. <clears throat> or somewhere. Honestly, it didn't beep, say... Beep, 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 beep. It didn't say where this took place, so I'm just going to assume it was on Main Street. But Clark and Lana try to convince Sheriff Adams that Mayor Tate made a deal with Lachlan Luther to kill the drifter and pin it on decks so that he could have Louise all to himself. And the sheriff's like, what the fuck are you all talking about? Who are these people? You just the rattled mayor, off like seven names. The mayor was a deputy back in the day. Man, deputy, these nuts. Hey, you don't have those, Sheriff. It's, it's a damn good cup of coffee. Shut up about the coffee. Sheriff thinks they're crazy and heads off to solve some real crimes committed in, in this century. Time. In this century, Mr. Clark. You don't get to call me Mr. Clark, you old dumb. Good old days are over. So now we go to the Kemp farm. John Jonathan and Martha are cannon 
some peaches. <laughs> we're real, real salt of the Man, earth people doing around like, here. They're doing like old school cannon. Like, good on them. Yeah, man. Hey, you know. Pressure cooker on the stove. That's right. Got the little fancy hammer thing. Here's the thing, though. Uh, you know, that, they were, that pot was boiling, so, I mean, that should have been hot. And Jonathan's just like, he's got barely a towel. Like, you know. No, nothing. no, no. He's got a little tray thing that holds a lot of Yeah, no, but I mean, still, it would have been hot. You know. would have been hot. It would have been hot. I'm just saying, it would have been hot. 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 Uh, so Jonathan and Martha are canning peaches and discussing how much it bothers them that Clark is so interested in his birth parents. Uh, and Clark senses the tension and lies about not having any more visions. So Clark entered at some point. He yeah, wasn't there yeah. when they he were talking comes, about He it. comes to the door and they stop talking about yeah, it. And they're like, shh, shh, it's okay. Oh, he's talking about it. Good can't. thing he doesn't have super hearing. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> <sighs> And so uh, Clark senses the tension, lies about not having any more visions. But then he sees Grandpa's gun, and he's hey. like, "That's that's Grandpa's gun, isn't that's it? That's Grandpa Kent's gun, isn't it, Daddy?" And John's like, "Yep, he loved that gun. He cleaned it every night, and it went right after he'd he'd take a belt to my hind end, and then he'd go and stroke his gun. Uh, I miss that man." And so Clark okay. recognizes the gun from one of the visions in the cave, not from the wall that it's apparently been on the entire series. Again, Smallville claiming things that just ain't fucking real. It's not real. It's not real. And when Clark touches the rifle, he's in uh. 1961. Hiram Kent hits Jorb with the rifle. Pfft. Take that, you uh. bitch. And Jorb is like, I don't, no, 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 I don't no, want no, no. any anything. I any just harm. want to get away. And Jorb takes the rifle away from him and tells Hiram that he loved Louise and he would never harm her. And Hiram's like, I believe you. <laughs> like, I, Hiram's a coward. I can see that in your eyes, son. I can tell it. You, you, you're a good judge of character, aren't you, Hiram? I, I can tell it. Hey, why don't you shake my hand? Nice to meet you. My name's Hiram. Why you sound so much like a and then, like a ow, woman? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the sheriff. Oh wait. <laughs> I had to take it back. To the... All right. Uh, so then Clark tells Martha and Jonathan that Jorb was here on the Kent farm with Grandpa Kent. What? He's never told me about that. And then Jonathan uh, finds some of Hiram's belongings. Uh, and uh, it's stashed away in a chest, and when Clark touches a leather jacket, damn it. <laughs> this joke. <laughs> uh, a very pregnant Jessica Kent is giving him a denim jacket so he doesn't stand out so much. Hiram is preparing to help Jor-El get to the caves while avoiding detention from the police and other people looking for him. Detection, not detention. Uh, he invites him to stay and offers to help him clear his name, but Jorb says that he ain't got no reason to stay anymore. Now that old my old love, my heart is gone. I ain't my, got no reason. My BJ's no gone. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but Jorb says that he has uh, no reason to stay, and Hiram says goodbye to his unborn baby Gene. And Jessica's like, 
his name will be Jonathan. Oh. And he's like, come on, baby Jean. And then they leave. Yeah. And uh, Jor- Jorb thanks Jessica and gives her his leather jacket. So the leather jacket that Jonathan gave was Jorb's. <gasps> yeah. Clark tells Papa John that Hiram helped Jorb escape, but Jonathan doesn't believe him until Clark tells him that Grandpa wanted to name you Jean. And Martha's like... <laughs> <laughs> well Hiram was a real good uh, judge of character Jonathan and Jonathan's like huh and his whole world just comes falling apart and they're like well what are we gonna do I thought I knew my daddy now we know what really happened I know who killed him I know who killed her and it it wasn't Lachlan it was Lachlan but there was someone else involved and I know how I'm gonna solve it boom 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 that's right, Clockery. We are going to solve it. We're here today because we've done had another vision. So. And so we know what's so, going so. on. Hey, hey, D- Detective Benoit. Yes, madam. What is Miss, your... Mrs. Kent. What? No, uh, I'm Clark. Mrs. So. Mr. Clark. So, Benoit. Yes, madam. I'm still Clark. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Who 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 killed Louise? Whom? Whom? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Come on, man. Who do you think killed? Well, see, you're asking all the wrong questions there, Mr. Clockery. Mm. It's not about who killed him, but whom had the motive? Whom wanted the drifter out of out mm-hmm. of the picture? You mm-hmm. see, and when you look into that, the I'm answer certain. is obvious. And God, so he sucks. That detective to, sucks. We go to Mayor Tate's house. <laughs> I'm the mayor. And Clark <laughs> decides to wear Jorb's leather jacket and memory pendant and confront Mayor Tate. <laughs> you can't kill me. I'm already dead, bitch. And uh, Clark uses his heat vision and super speed to convince the mayor that he is a ghost. He threatens to haunt the mayor every day unless he confesses to the sheriff. The mayor tries to shoot himself, but Clark stops him and says, You don't get out that easy, bitch. And then Sheriff Adams arrives to answer the silent alarm, to which she finds an empty room, nothing but Mayor Tate. And me, Benoit Blanc. That's right, Sheriff. We found him. Thanks again to me. Benoit, I have solved the case again, Sheriff oh Lady. God, you're you're a loser. Yeah, well, you're the loser who's picking up this check. No, 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 no. My no, services no, no. are very expensive. Oh, <laughs> they're more expensive well, okay. than, a, than a whole house on a Tuesday. I'm gone. Give me the bill. I'll see you next time. Okay. Benoit, out! All right. So the services of Benoit Blanc will come to be? Oh, he says it's going to be expensive. It's only $10. <laughs> In Smallville dollars. Where'd, I anyway, thought you left. Nah, I'm not. I thought you that left. Was, that was just a thought bubble. <laughs> 
It's the next day at the Smallville Penitentiary. Let us out. Let us out. <laughs> Dex is released from prison, and he tells Lana he loved Louise so much he couldn't see that she didn't love him. He regrets not knowing when to let go. So now we go to Clark's loft. Lana arrives and tells Clark about Dex being released. She's like, Clark, I couldn't have done it without you, my boy. And Nothing Clark's like, like them visions, you know? Yeah. And Clark's like, I know. What a, what a shame. What a shame. And Lana's like, even if it was only for a few days, she knew what it felt like to really be in love. And Clark's like, it's too bad it didn't last. And then Lana says, what if that's not the point? Maybe you have to be grateful for the time that you spend together and stop holding on to what could have been. I don't want to wait for to be over on the next episode of Dawson's Creek. So we go to Lex's. Dad, you have no idea what I'm capable of. Lex is discussing his grandparents' death with Officer Mason, the man who led the original investigation, but later, Lex reveals to his father that the fire was not an accident. Lex is surprised when his father says that he always suspected it is not like Lionel to pass up a chance at revenge. But Lionel claims that he tried to put it behind him. But Lex knows he won't be able to put it behind him until they find out who did it. Ah, Ben was back on the case for the Luthers. Who led in this effort? Hey, Baldy. Excuse me? God, Clark told me how much of a cheapskate he is. And so, now we're back at the caves. Clark and Jonathan go back to the caves. When Clark touches the same Kryptonian symbol... Get it, get it. We're in the, we're in the caves in 1961. And Jor-El is talking with Hiram at the Kawachi Caves. Jorb explains that he, had, he was supposed to return his medallion to his father, but it just has too many bad memories attached to it. Jorb thanks Hiram for all his help and wishes him good luck with the new baby. They shake hands, and Hiram tells Jorb if there, that if there was anything he ever needed, he knew where to find him. Jorb smiles and says, You know, if one day you have a, a son, right? And he's three and catches the, the carpet on fire. Just go easy on him. All right. That's a Back to the Future. Right? I know. And so uh, Hiram, they don't remember, Hiram then leaves the Quachi Caves and Jorb turns to the wall and uses the key to create the space to stash the pendant and fingers it one last time. And Clark says, Dad, everything I saw in my final vision, guess what? I think you and Ma weren't, didn't find me by accident. I huh? think you were chosen. Nuh-uh. Well, that's why they call me Papa. No. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Put your hands in the air if you know you're a player. Say, make money, money, take money, money. The end. Now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. It's Matt. Welcome. Welcome to the ad read. That's right, ad. everybody. Uh, did you know that over at patreon.com slash hopefully awesome, you get the show ad free 
You could also get exclusive content, such as hopefully awesome uh, comics, comics, hopefully awesome anime. I forgot anime. what it was for a second. Matt plus Maggie. Boom. And, of course, our monthly movie commentary. We have tons of things. It's great. You should come hang out. Uh, exclusive shows. And if you want to get your name in the credits of every episode, boom. Patreon.com slash hopefully awesome. But now we return you to your regularly scheduled program. Thanks for that word, Matt. We will be sure and do those things. We'll be sure to join the dark side. And now, now it's, it's time, time for the, the countdown to Billy. 42 weeks. Woo! I think. I still need to like redo the math, but I'm pretty sure it's 42 We're weeks. We're always going to redo the math. Yeah, I know. Billy will never be on here. This, this has been the, the countdown, countdown to Billy. This joke has officially been going for one year. Yeah, I know. That's why I said he's never going to be on here. <laughs> it's pretty great, right? Yeah. Like, I love that that's a segment. <laughs> it's so stupid. All right. Let's get into our Freak of the Week. I hit the microphone. Uh, so, the Freak of the Week this week is Jorb. There you go. Uh, current ranking is at number five, Sarah Connor. Number four, Van McNulty Must Die. Number three, Morgan Edge, Dominic Toretto. Number two, Perry Platypus, Who Gets All the Pussy. And at number one, <laughs> Cal. Uh, Maggie, where do we want to put Jorb? Hmm. I I want to put Jorb as the new uh, number three underneath Perry Platypus who gets all the pussy. Can I be honest? I don't remember who that is. I mean, is uh, Perry uh, Perry White? Oh, okay, yeah. It was literally last week. Yeah, I had I... to think about it too. I was like, there's no platypus last week. <laughs> it's like, what kind of powers were those? What kind of stupid hat is that? All right, uh, Jorb, new number three. I agree. Uh, so your new top ratings, we got number one, Cal, number two, Perry Platypus, who gets all the pussy, number three, Jorb, number four, Morgan Edge, Dominic Toretto, number five, Van McNulty must die, and number six, Sarah Connor. Maggie, mm -hmm. let's talk about chicks, man. Yep. Big change. Bingo. She said BJ's. <laughs> You could play it again. Okay. And I'll do it. Okay, I got it. Hang on. Okay. Let's, let's I had to reset it. Yeah. Big change. PJ. <laughs> 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 that worked so good. Uh, so puberty, you know, a lot of fucks going on. Smelling fingers, BJ's, yeah. <laughs> love and death and sex stuff. Like it's all there. Yeah. You know. What yeah. do you, you think about that? Hormones. <laughs> All right. I was talking about no flats, no tots. Did they break the rule this week? Yeah, Maggie? they did. They did. Did they? They did. Did they? Jorb flew. Did he? Or floated? Flew. I mean, he, he flew. He flew. At what point does it stop being floating and becomes flying? Mm. Like I feel like I feel like if you are like if you are further off the ground than like a magnet. Would be. Yeah. You're no longer floating. Okay. You know? Like, if there was, like, a high-speed rail system that ran on magnets, mm. like, it'd be, like, what? A foot? Let's say a foot off the rails. Right? 
Like, if you're higher than that, you're flying. That's what I think. Okay. So. But, Maggie, here's the thing. Did that actually break the rules of no flights, no talks? Because it was Jorb that flew. It wasn't Clark. And they said, you will not see Clark Kent fly or wear the tots. We, like, they are not doing Superman. So he's no flights, no tots. Well, I guess it didn't happen. Because, I mean, somebody else could fly, right? It didn't happen. But it, it didn't was happen. Tom Welling. Oh, my God, Matt. This doesn't make any sense. Devil's advocate. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know where to land on this one. I'm going to say there was a flight, but... There's I, no time. I think they bent the rule, but they didn't break it. This isn't like episode two when they just straight up fucking broke the rule. You know, when he when he's just flying. Extreme. No, he was above his bed. He was flying above his bed. Oh, he's he was No, nah, nah, he was at least a, over a foot is, off of his bed. That levitating. means, no, we just defined it. If you wanted to go run. Let me take Do a, do a loopa. Yeah, no, but hey, but seriously though, he is flying in episode two. He's flying. So, all right, Maggie. I'm levitating. Everybody me, I can take it for a run. Now let's get into DC references. Part of a bigger universe, you just don't know it yet. I'm part of a bigger universe, you just don't. Know it's a big old BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie. A relic is an object that represents the past. The title refers to Jorb's memory what? that sends Clark visions of his father's past. I didn't know that that was the meaning of a relic. This is the 50th episode of Smallville. Marketing the first milestone of achievement. Uh, each 50 episodes marks another milestone. What will happen in 50 episodes? Maggie, take a guess. In, in 50 episodes? Yep. Uh, Just take a wild swing. Lana and Clark are still uh, fucking around, cha chasing each other, chasing around. tail, chasing their tails, nah. and like they're chasing each other's tails, and they're still going around in circles. We'll do it all, everything. Oh, and graduation in fifty episodes. Well, I mean, it's gonna be talked about. I mean, it's season five. Hundredth episode is in season five. Okay. Well, I mean, like he was a freshman in season one. He was a sophomore in season two. He's a junior in season three. Season four is the same. <laughs> Please do. All right. Hiram Kent Hiram. is the thirteenth DC Comics character adapted into the series. Apparently, Hiram's been around before. Apparently. Uh, Tom Welling, Kristen Crook, Michael Rosenbaum, Annette O'Toole, and John Schneider are the only lead actors to appear in the first 50 episodes of the series. So I guess that means every episode. I guess that means they were in every episode. Interesting. Uh, a great aunt is the sister of a grandmother or a grandfather. There's been no mention on the show of Lana's grandparents. It's possible they've died. Well, yeah, duh. She went to live with Nell, for God's sakes. Oh, uh, wait. Would you, one could say Nell was a great aunt. She was a horrible aunt. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good point. Uh, Earth Angel 
is the song playing when Jorb and Louise are in the barn fucking. Uh, in the film Superman 3, Earth Angel is the song playing when Clark returns to Smallville and encounters his high school crush again. Earth Angel, Earth Angel. Uh, yeah, Superman 3. We're going to be watching that soon. So oh you have that God. to look forward to. Uh, no, it's not, I mean, you know, it's not Superman 4. So, I mean, <laughs> it's got that going for it, you know? Uh, but I only have eyes for you plays when Jordan Louise consummate their love for one another. Mm. This song was played on an episode of Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. The episode, the Phoenix, uh, also plays it when Lois and Clark realize that they find each other attractive. Wait. So there was an episode of Lois and Clark called the Phoenix. And there was an episode of Smallville, Smallville called, called Phoenix. Phoenix. Huh? So anyway, they uh, they find out that they're attracted to each other, and it's don't you know about the word? Well, but the episode the Phoenix plays it when Lois and Clark realize that they find each other attractive. It also played in another DC-based production, the direct-to-video Batman animated series movie Sub Zero. The fact that Jorb has chosen the Kents to take care of Kal-El was touched upon in 1978 novel Superman, Last Son of Krypton. In the story set in the late 1940s, Jorb has sent a probe to Earth to see if, uh, if it was suitable for his son and to seek out the most brilliant scientific minds on the planet since Kryptonians placed great... Lost it. Uh, great on scientific achievement. The probe was directed to Albert Einstein, who felt he was too old to take care of Kal-El, so he set out to meet honest, normal American citizens and came into contact with the Kents, who Einstein felt were ideal caretakers due to their honest and generous natures. Also, for the Man of Steel miniseries, John Byron originally wanted to have a pregnant Lara sent to Earth, succumbing to kryptonite poisoning. Uh, the Kent's founder and helped deliver the child before she died. She tells them she wants them to watch over the baby. Thus, they were chosen caretakers. That's what he wanted to do, but that did not happen. That was then the the post crisis Man of Steel that kind of reset up what the uh, Superman lore in post crisis was. Yeah. Uh, this episode may have been a foreshadowing of the tragedy that awaited Clark and Lana's relationship. Since in the comics, Clark is fated to fall in love with, of course, Lois Lane. Just like how Jor-El is destined to fall in love with Lara and Father Clark. So, like, no matter what. you know. And honestly, I, I kind of forgot that this was a thing about Smallville. Um, like, just as we're watching it, I've just been kind of taking it as it is. Um, but I forgot that that's kind of one of the things is you're always, you're always aware that he's going to be Superman, yeah. right? And so this show is like, it's almost like a meta commentary on like, how much can you change your destiny? Yeah. You know? Um, and so like, I think that's a part of the show is like you, it's almost like things don't really make sense unless you do know that he doesn't like end up with her in the yeah. comics. Um, Cause they're just always like, alluding to that fact yeah. you know um so I, I forgot that they once well, i mean once they really uh, started leaning into the dc comics of it all you know 
Uh, that definitely became more apparent. Mm. This episode was billed by the WB both on air and on their website as Smallville 1961. I want to say they ripped off American uh, Dreams. Yeah. And there was another show, and I don't remember it, but basically when Smallville did Gangbusters for the WB, the WB was like, we need more shit like this. So they did Birds of Prey. Mm. But then they were like, well, we need something else that's more like Smallville. And so they made a show, I think it was called like Jack and Bobby maybe? Mm. And it was essentially like... It was essentially Smallville, but about JFK. Oh, really? Yeah, but it, oh he God. wasn't—he wasn't actually JFK. Oh, okay. But he was. I mean, it was very apparent that he was, but he wasn't. Yeah. Like, it didn't have to end with him like dying and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably would have. It—it didn't last. I think it got canceled. But it was also set like in the past. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, it had actually, I believe it was set up similar to the little rock or whatever the fuck that show's called, uh, where it's like the rock's going to be the president and then it shows uh, him growing up. Yeah. Like it was that, like they were, he was getting like sworn in. Young and they, rock. Yeah. Whatever the hell it is. Everybody hates the rock. Was that it? No. Okay. Uh, but yeah, some Smallville 1961 first episode of the November sweeps, but now let's get into everybody's favorite the Talon Mix, Remy Zero! Yeah, I like these guys. Yeah. Remy Zero! Yeah! <sighs> Matchbox by Carl Perkins. In Your Eyes by Aaron D. I Only Have Eyes for You by The Flamingos. And Earth Angel by The Penguins. Couple of, couple of things going on there. A couple yeah. of birds. A uh, couple of, a couple of flat, flatless birds. Why did you not correct me? A flamboyance of flamingos. Flamingos can fly, though, right? Yeah, they can fly. Okay, I said it was two flyless birds. Oh. Yeah. All right, next week, season three, episode seven. You need some sleep. <laughs> I need a lot of things. Jorb. Uh, season three, episode seven. Magnetic. Maggie, what, based solely off of that title, what do you think next week's episode's about? Magneto. That's Marvel. Oh. Uh, I guess somebody has, like, electromagnetism powers. You think it's static shock? No. No, no, no. He's not magnetic. He's got static he's got static electricity. Electromagnetic. Right? Electromagnetic. I'll be honest with you. Fields. I do not remember this whatever this is. They're setting up electronic electric electromagnetic fields. I can't oh my god, my tooth just hit the microphone too. <laughs> <sighs> uh not like I know what happens Help. in the mid season finale. Yeah. I remember where we get to, but like, I think that's like episode nine. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know what happens over the next two episodes. Mm. Like, and then I know where we rejoin the show and it's a good episode. Mm. But like season three, I don't know. I feel like maybe I didn't watch it enough. Like I just, it wasn't one of those that I revisited a lot. Yeah. Um, But uh, I just, I don't remember a lot of it. 
I got I know where we end the whole season, and it's in an interesting spot. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I know obviously a lot about season four. Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite season before seasons eight, nine, and ten. Um, anyway, yeah. So magnetic. Uh, we're both in a surprise. I'll be honest. I have no idea. Don't even know. But that is going to wrap it up for us, everybody. Thank you for watching. We hope you all enjoyed this uh, trek back to Smallville. Uh, we will be back again next Wednesday, live at 8.30, possibly nine. Just depends on what's going on. Uh, but we'll be back live right here at youtube.com slash awesome. Of course, uh, you can check out our channel the rest of this week. We've got lots of stuff going live uh, throughout the rest of the week. Not live, but like pre-recorded videos. So go check that out. And don't forget about Hopefully Awesome over at patreon.com slash hopefully awesome. If you want to get your name in the credits like these fine folks have. Look at that. That was, uh, that was so quick. Look at that. Uh, but that is going to wrap it up for us. We'll see you all again Monday at 830 with the Hopefully Awesome show live. Thanks for watching. And as always, have a Hopefully Awesome day. Bart is work. Bye-bye. 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 B